That's not the song. No, it's not. (laughs) I just went with it. It's like we're singing it. What was the song? It's a, I want to praise you like like I should. Yes, okay, thank you. But (laughs) I love that intro. Same Big Shiny Tunes CD, though, probably, But, like, the budget for the music in this episode, it's lit. Hit after hit after hit after hit. So good. Yeah, it's amazing. I cannot wait to go through this episode. It was so fun. There's also, it was quite emotional. Oh my God. I will probably cry. You were crying. I was crying. I was crying a little. I was trying, I was like, don't let her see me cry (laughs) at this stupid show. (laughs) It got me too. It's an emotional episode. Okay, well, let's cry together. Mm -hmm. So let's start. What's the sitch? Marmar, tell me what's happening. So, do you love when someone watches you sleep? Yes. <laughs> I actually do. Like, waking up to... It has to be someone I like. Sure. It has to be someone I know. <laughs> <laughs> sure. The criteria is... It has to be someone I know. It has to be someone I like. Uh-huh. Preferably someone I love. Mm-hmm. And someone I, I know I went to sleep with. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. So that I'm not super surprised. Um, if those things are happening, then I'm kind of into it. Sure. Catching someone in a moment where they are thinking about you or, and and you surprise them is, is quite tender. Yeah, it is. It, and I mean, I joke, but it, but it is lovely and, and beautiful. And, but uh, Buffy's like bedhead is so stupid. She's never had bedhead in her life. She always has a full face <gasps> on at bedtime <laughs> so this like pretend bedhead is so stupid i know we're returning to season two where we have a lot of like oh i look awful or i'm not because i got thrown in the trash <laughs> I, I, but i still look perfect mm-hmm. it means i can't go to the bronze later you know what i mean yeah it's, it's just so funny yeah i just it's a funny little scene <laughs> It's I love you no matter what. Even though you have one hair out of place. Mm. Yeah. And your part is perfect and your bleach is bleached. Yeah. Same with Angel. Angel also always has his hairs in place. Gelled, spiked. I mean, he doesn't really have to sleep, right? Or does he? He has a bed. He sleeps in the day. Okay. We see him dreaming a lot, so he does sleep. True, true, true. Okay. You're right. He could have bedhead, too. But... Regardless, they've uh, slept in his bed overnight after they've been patrolling. So they're dropping it in here. It's getting risky. And then Buffy's like, I should have a drawer here for my clothes. In the future, we're going to do this. And then when you come to the prom, we're going to do this. So Angel's like, uh, uh." but I thought we were just living in the moment. Buffy's future planning, even though she says she's not, she is. Yeah. Yeah. And they're moving forward with their relationship in the ways that they can. Mm-hmm. 
Well, and you have to, this conversation has to happen with every relationship. Like, at a certain point, you're like, okay, so, like, what are we doing? Like, you kind of have to have a little future talk at some point. Yeah. Yeah, this is, like, dropping in what's going to be the theme of the whole episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they've just gotten over this faith hurdle, which is important because it means when they do break it off mm. at the end mm-hmm. it's not really about that no i mean the accumulation of all the stuff that's happened to them is there of course it's there but this is more about the future and less about the past for sure and that's important because yeah. i feel like it means they can they part on different terms than if it was about something in the past yeah yeah and it's the continuation of choices right like the choices yeah. that they're making for their future it's, yeah just a big deal right now. Some people are speaking truth to them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Bedhead Buffy is a joke. <laughs> it's not real. Nope. <laughs> so after the credits, we have um, Demon Anya and oh. Xander. <laughs> I love, I love that Anya is like now in the show. Marley, like, I didn't realize it. I'm surprised that I didn't think of this, but you are. A slice of Anya. Uh, definitely. I, like, so identify with her being like, all men are evil, but will you go to the prom with me? <laughs> that is literally how I talk in real life. <laughs> like, to my husband. I'm like, and Andrew's like, yeah. Yeah. Know. All men are evil, but okay. <laughs> uh, I'll, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this scene is incredible. It's so good. And I just, it's just a funny new character to sort of introduce almost at the end of the season here. Like, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. She's cool. She's matriculating. Yeah. With the class of 99. I know. She is a teenage girl. Yeah. Like, she's like, I was a demon, but I have all these feelings. I guess I'm like this teen girl. She got trapped in this body, in this Mm -hmm. character that she made. Yeah. We get to hear Anya explain how her previous form and life used to be. Uh She used to invent a character. She says a persona to lure women to make a wish. So she invented this Sunnydale High School student named Anya to lure Cordelia to make a wish. And she got trapped in that body. Yeah. So she is no longer a demon. Yeah. She is a girl. With, like, all the memories of her demon self. It's very, like, it's kind of like Angel. um, Yes. Right? Yes. But uh, she asked Xander because she knew Xander had no one else to go with. Yeah. It's so (laughs) wonderful. It's really funny. And Xander's, like, fine. Like, because he did have no one else to go with. And and there's, like, a sort of backhanded compliment in that Anya also... Finds him less obnoxious than other men. Yeah, than the alpha men. Yeah, yeah. which is which is cool. Yeah. But also, like, knowing Xander, he's like, oh, like, damn. He yeah. wants to be an alpha man, even though he's so not. So he, I just love that he goes from Cordelia, who speaks her mind, to Anya, who speaks her mind. Yeah. Like, they are so similar. So similar. Different in many ways, and utterly similar. Yeah. Really funny. So we'll see if, I mean, this is just one little little date, but they're just introducing this idea. So now you are, your pie chart of mm-hmm. Buffy characters would be Willow, mm-hmm. Anya, Giles. Definitely. I think. Yep. That think, sounds about right. I think that's your pie chart. And is yours just Buffy? Mine might be <laughs> just Buffy. 
I think I've grown a tiny brooding angel inside of me. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like, I do think I have a bit of a Byronic. I'm not a melancholic person, but more and more, I do want to read poetry by the fireplace alone. <laughs> so, I don't know what that says about me. It's a, That's an angel. Yeah. A bit. But most, I just think mostly I'm, Buffy. Mostly Buffy. Uh, that's, I, I say so. There it is. I have a bit of Anya in me too, though. Sure, sure. So do we all. Yeah. All of women. Declaring <laughs> declaring the truth, unapologetically being quite honest, is absolutely something that I, uh, you know, I dabble. Yeah. <laughs> so then we get this scene where Joyce pays Angel a visit. Yeah. And Angel also picks up this, like, notebook of Buffy's that has, like, Buffy and Angel forever. <laughs> so, like... It's her Hilroy. <laughs> it's her Hilroy coiled three-subject notebook. Classic. Mark. And it's just such a classic juvenile thing doodle. to, like, doodle, like, Mrs. Blah Blah in, in high school. Start practicing your signature with your new last name. <laughs> Which is so funny now. Like, <laughs> Angel, no last name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Right? <laughs> he must have had a last name in real life. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. Just Angel. Like, share. Uh, <laughs> um, so, Joyce comes to be like, I... I want to have a talk with you. Yeah. So this is interesting. What do you think about a parent coming to do this? So, so I think a few things about it. I think if it was me, I would be devastated and it would crush me to know my parent did that. And then I think I would thank her later. Yeah. But, and I, I find that the conversation to be quite a respectful one and Angel is very receptive he he gets defensive like a whiff of defensive in this convo but for the most part he hears her out and he agrees and he's been thinking about it. yes you can just tell he's been thinking about it even off the top he's just he has it in his mind he has it in the back of his mind like angel came back from a hell dimension he literally fell from the sky naked and oily (laughs) into that mansion where he stayed he was nursed back to health by buffy He's been entangled in the Sunnydale drama. This is a continuation of the relationship they never got to have when Angelus rolled into town. Yes. So this needed to happen. It needed to happen. Mm-hmm. And now it's run its course. Yeah. And I feel like that's what Angel is feeling. Like he needed this too. He needed this relationship to, to finally become what it was trying to be in season two. Yeah. I needed it. We needed it. Mm-hmm. The frustration we felt was maddening. And now we're all like, what? Yeah. What did you think about the conversation? I mean, like, everything you said. Like, yeah. you know, I also would be pissed if my parent, like, talked to my significant other mm-hmm. about me. Mm-hmm. I'd be mad. But I just think in this context, it makes sense to me and... Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm also thinking Joyce is so excited for Buffy to go to these, like, cool schools she got into. And then, obviously, Buffy was like, no, I have to stay here. And so I just think Joyce is, like, trying to accept some things, but also be like, you know, I'm trying to give Buffy the best life she can and et cetera. Yep. Yep. So after this scene, we've got the gang in the library. They're talking about their dresses for the prom. (laughs) 
This is when Giles thinks it's a demon they're talking yeah, about. they're like, describing, like, taffeta puffy sleeves uh-huh. or something, and he's like, a demon. And they're like, no, a prom dress. Dresses. <laughs> I know, it's a great joke. And he's like, oh, like, stop, the ascension is happening. And they're yeah. like, okay, but, like, the prom <laughs> yeah. is they, the most important thing. And they're coming to the end. Mm-hmm. The graduation day is tainted. Yes. But prom isn't at the moment. Yeah. And they all have a honey. Xander doesn't have a honey, but he's in a really good mood these days. And he got asked out. And he out. got a date. So yeah. they're excited for this night. Totally. Then we get this flash of the scary, scary dog demon in the cage. Yeah. So we know Foreboding. something's going down. This is also the scene where we finally get real, real confirmation that the mayor is going to turn into a demon. Demon, yes, yes. So I had been like, he's going to become a god, but he's going to become, well, a demon is like a god, I you think know? that, guess, I think you get at least half marks. Yeah, yeah. If not full marks for that guess. Sure, sure, sure. And we've had, we've had a funny, a funny quip a few episodes back where... Giles says, well, I can confirm it's not this demon. Mm. And then Giles, or Wesley comes back from being on the phone with the council and has the exact same information. Well, I can confirm it's not this demon. Mm-hmm. But I think what we think is it's it hasn't been made perfectly crystal clear to us that he could turn into any demon under the sun. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, countless yeah. demons, types of demons. And And we've had from Faith that he built this town... For this moment. Mm-hmm. He built Sunnydale for this moment. Uh-huh. Like, isn't that wild? It is wild. And he's got five billion spiders in a box. Yes, he's got five billion spiders in a box. So, <laughs> but they all don't care about that. They no. just want to go to the prom. Yeah. So it is interesting. That's sort of the only, like, kind of mayor talk we get. But then the episode is just really about this sort of monster of the week yeah. kind of thing. These these scary hellhounds. Yeah. Is what they are. Yeah. And then we get this angel dream. You were just talking about how angel dreams. Dream. Their dreams are powerful. These are powerful supernatural people. Yeah. Their dreams are. are they're vivid. They're vivid and they're powerful. They're dangerous. They're like almost premonitions yes. sometimes. Like, so this is their wedding day. This is their wedding day. Yes. <gasps> oh. We'll talk about this dress later. Yes. <laughs> I wrote. I wrote about it. <laughs> Definitely. But like. It's their wedding day. They say do. They walk out of the church. Okay, but is there anyone at the wedding? No. Is it all alone? Okay. Yeah. They walk out into the sun, angels in the sun, but then Buffy bursts into flame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you make of that? Uh, like, I guess the metaphor is like that it's doomed, and if she marries him or stays with him, I guess like she will, she will die. She will. Be consumed. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yes. That's sort of what I... He'll watch her die. Yeah. That's kind of what I thought. Love that. Mm-hmm. Didn't think about that, but that's true. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what the mayor said. Mm-hmm. He's immortal. She's not. Yeah. I also think this dream, because she burns alive, mm. and we have had a moment of Buffy pulling the blinds and burning Angel with the light. Mm. I also think that this is Angel's subconscious sort of putting himself in her shoes Watching him burn alive, uh, okay, which, which could absolutely happen. Yeah, like if Buffy dies of old age, kind of hallelujah in many ways, because mm-hmm. the ways that they could watch each other die as being two superheroes is the pain that could come with that. We've already seen it happen, right? Yes, yes. 
So, so yeah, I, I think in, in some ways this is Angel, essentially Angel assuming Buffy's role in this relationship cool. and having to watch a vampire burn in the sun. Wow, yeah. Would be horrific. Yeah, it is. It's a scary, scary dream. And he wakes up real, real freaked out. Yeah, really freaked out. And then this And is... really sexy, too. <laughs> of course. In his Shirtless. burgundy sheets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the sheets of love. <laughs> the color of love. Get you some burgundy sheets. I know. Satin. Yeah. So then they go on patrol in the sewer. Yeah. And then this is... This is the breakup. Which he didn't intend. No, it just sort of happened. He had he had it on his mind. He was like, this is not the place. But Buffy's like, just tell me right now. Like, what? I agree. I'd be like, don't don't keep it. Like, what? What's going on? I hate this shit. Like, and he's avoiding prom. Mm. So even though I think Angel is telling himself he'll wait till later. Prom. Or wait till the right moment. Yeah. Angel Angel, through his actions and reactions, is saying, this prom doesn't make sense. Why would I go to this dance with you? How could I do this? It feels so dishonest, Mm. I think. Yeah. And then they have it out. He says the thing that starts the waterworks. This is the thing that starts the waterworks, isn't it? Mm -hmm. When he says, oh my God, oh my God, breathe. Say it. (laughs) When he says, you deserve someone who can take you into the light, who can make love to you. And it's like, yeah, yes, yes, of course. Like, of course. Can you imagine the situation we're in basically right now where we have a vampire slayer mm-hmm. who who basically has to live like a nun? Yeah. No. Not even that I believe nuns really actually live like that. I'm sure they don't. They're no. blanking each other all the time. I'm sure. <laughs> but, like, no. like You she, can't. No. And, and Buffy does deserve you know, the relationship that she wants, which is not actually this. No. This is a pretend really I mean it's not pretend, but part part of it is just a pretend. Like they have all the love in the world and in many ways they are compatible. Them being superheroes was actually something that made this work at first. Mm-hmm. But it's no longer a new relationship. It's a mature relationship and they cannot make love. Yeah. And, you know, this happens to lots of couples. You reach a point where you're like, maybe it's not that you can't make love, but it's something else. You're like, we just can't get past this. Like, I've had a breakup like this where I was like, I love this person, but it's just not right. It's just not, we're not going to keep going forward, right? Like, so it's just sad. It's run its course. Yeah. And it's really sad. It's, It's devastating. It's very difficult to do. So... Yeah, it's it's tough to watch. I also think what the mayor said to Angel, and Buffy says it here. She says it in this episode. She says, you're thinking about what the mayor said, which mm-hmm. means she's been thinking about what the mayor said. Yeah. And what he said is wrong. And Angel says, no, it wasn't. One of the things the mayor says that I think hits home with Angel that we don't, it's not articulated verbally, but I see it in his actions, is... Is this what you were brought back from hell to do? Mm. Is this your higher purpose? Uh-huh. This? To be in love, sure. But to be essentially chained to a relationship that can never really blossom? No. No. It's it's sad. It's, it's so sad, sad Marmar. It's so sad. So Buffy fights 
cries, mm-hmm. shoots some barbs herself, yeah. and then she's sort of in disbelief and shock. We get a cut of her sitting on the roof. Mm. This is where I see, this is when I cry also very hard because <laughs> I, because I watch Buffy alone, which we rarely see alone and undisturbed and not fighting evil, mm. just alone contemplating. Mm-hmm. And sh- I feel like I feel, and I can't tell, maybe I'm projecting onto her, but I feel like she's like, this is the right choice. I hate that this is the right choice, but this is the right choice. Like Buffy doesn't really fight it after the scene in the sewer. She hates it. She doesn't want it to be real, but she doesn't fight it. She knows it's right. And like we have this scene then with Willow where she's telling her and Willow's like, he's a stupid jerk. And (laughs) Buffy's like, no, he's not. Like he's right. Even though like I want to die. Like I feel so... I want to be dead. I'm dying. And and then Willow's like, yeah, it is right. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, they all know. They all know. Well, and I also think that the whole friend group was on this journey with Buffy and Angel, too. They also were in the throes of their relationship, too. Yes. And their relationship needed needed to grow to this point to hit this wall. Yeah. So this conversation with Willow is beautiful. Yeah, I love it. So, that's it? That's it? Assuming we survive this ascension thing, he's gonna leave town. Oh, he's a fool. He's just a big, dumb jerk person, if you ask me. And he's a a super maxi jerk for doing it right before the prom. It's not his fault. He's 243 years old. He doesn't exactly get the prom. But he should, if he... Well, it's okay. You don't have to make him the bad guy. But that's the best friend's job. Vilifying and grousing. Usually, yeah. But he's right. I mean, I think... Maybe in the long run that he's right. Yeah. I think he is. I mean, I tried to hope for the best, but I'm sorry. It must be horrible. I think horrible is still coming. Right now it's worse. Right now I'm just trying to keep from dying. <laughs> friend would do yeah it's just what we would do we have done yes we have to each other because we've been friends for a long time (laughs) the men have come and gone yeah (laughs) and we'll come and go (laughs) (laughs) let's hope not yeah uh but you never know you never know okay and then i wrote some physical actor is acting their damn heart out in this cage. Oh, yeah! Because, like, like, we get the flash of the hellhound. Just, like, these physical actors are, like, yes. they're going for it. I can just see the director being like, here's your motivation. 
You need to clang around in the cage. <laughs> We've got knee pads on you, so don't worry. Also, the prosthetic is really strong, so just give her. Yeah. You are a hellhound who can't go to prom. Um, and you've been stuck watching the same movie for like a year. This is your moment to shine and be top dog. Go. <laughs> go. Yeah, they're like, it's just like really intense. Like they're really, really going for it. They're kind of, I wish they had more hair. Yeah, they're they're a bit werewolfy. They remind Definitely. me of the werewolf. Um, maybe that's why they don't have as much hair, actually, because yeah, the werewolves are very hairy. Yeah, yeah. These guys are more like a few strands on the head and ghoulish. Well, they give a little golem. They give a little golem. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. <laughs> so this hellhound escapes yes. in this big acting scene. <laughs> Got their moment. And runs to April Fools. April Fools, which is where Cordy's looking at her sparkle dress. Uh, and this is the scene where we find out find out what's happened to Cordy because yeah. Xander comes in to make fun of her and then finds out she's working there. And she says her dad is broke because he fucked up his taxes. Their house is experiencing foreclosure. Mm-hmm. She has no clothes, no phone, no car. Ugh. And she has to put this dress on layaway to get it for the prom. Oh, well, it's sad. It is sad. And how the mighty have fallen. I know, right? Like, so, I mean, it's funny. She does She's sort of just like, laugh it up. Like, you know, tell everyone that Cordy is like a piece of shit now. Yeah. And Xander is, he's gracious. He's yes. sort of pretty shocked about this. Yes. Um, well, he's serious. Yeah. He understands it's serious. And so he becomes serious. Yeah. And this is when the hellhound come on yes. in and Xander goes right to save the day, pushes yes. Cordy and like jumps on this hellhound. Yeah. So brave. Very brave. Mm-hmm. This is a Xander good episode. Xander for me. good, yes. Yeah. Definitely. Z- also Xander very funny throughout yeah. this episode. Very good. Uh yeah, good Xander time in this episode. So this hellhound attacks this other Tuxedoed man. Yeah. <laughs> With long sort of SARS guard. I just rewatched The Northman recently and he's got SARS guard hair. Oh, yeah, totally. That like 90s. Viking <laughs> gelled long blonde. Blonde. Hair. California. Yeah, very California. Please. Yeah, so um, Hellhand goes for the tux and then, and then runs away. Only wanted the tuxedoed person. <laughs> very funny. Uh, so the gang in the library is reviewing the tapes after this incident and they kind of come to the conclusion with Cordy's help that this hellhound only wants, uh, formal weird people. Yes. It's been trained to, to prefer, uh, people in all gussied up. Yeah. It, this scene is also a glorious example of how these writers can weave comedy plot um, surprise twist, which is that Cordy was right all along. Yes. That she's like, that demon has great taste. Yeah, totally. And she's like, no, seriously, look. Look at the outfit Xander's mm-hmm. wearing. And they dismiss it. Yep. And then Giles does in his summation of their meeting that uh, they have a hellhound who's been trained to attack people in formal wear and prom night is coming up. Yeah, so they... They like come. To, they all come to the conclusion that uh, that prom is going to be a disaster because yeah. someone's going to seek these hellhounds. Yeah, 
So they were counting on prom being fun and fancy mm-hmm. free, but it is not because this is Sunnydale. Yeah, this <laughs> and there's, is Sunnydale. There's always some demon on the fucking loose. This is also, we get Buffy, she's quite sad and mopey, right, on the stairs. Yeah, she's like, uh, and like Xander calls her an inanimate object and stuff. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> and he's like, that wasn't a, mm. anyway. Yeah. And then at the end, she's like, no, I will not let prom be destroyed. I will not let every single thing in our lives suck. Yeah. I am going to save the prom. Triumphant music underscoring that speech like crazy. Yeah. And I love that, too, because there's this lovely sense of wonderful hero Buffy and also this overcompensation for this horrible situation she's found herself in. And everybody's a bit gobsmacked Yeah, by both those things because only Willow knows that She's been dumped. Mm-hmm. She hasn't told anyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's like a good mission for her to go on to distract herself. To Definitely. Save, save the prom. Definitely. So she goes to the uh, meat factory. Yeah, to get brains. <laughs> to get, because uh, uh, the hellhounds eat brains, so someone has to be giving them brains. So she goes to the brain factory. That's what it is. Not to get brains. <laughs> to... to- See who was getting the fucking brain. Yeah. And then she runs into Angel getting blood. Getting the blood. So sometimes he go to the hospital. Sometimes he go to the meat factory for his bloods. So it's a little awkward interaction. You know, they're like, hey, hey, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. he's like, you know, I could still help you. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, man. I don't think you can. Yeah, it's not. We can't do it. So it's an awkward run-in with your ex. It is. And and also this is me seeing Buffy reinforce the choice that they've made. Yeah. So Buffy's still throwing a tiny bit of shade every now and again about, like, you did this, remember? So there are consequences, remember? Yeah. We can't hang out. We can't hang out. Yeah. This is also, like, how we kept not making this choice was by keeping working together. Yeah, running into each other, hanging hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. But Buffy did get the address of the guy who's been buying the brains. <laughs> she goes back to the library to tell everyone. And this is when she tells Giles yeah. that she broke up with Angel. That yeah. They broke up. Um, oh. And, oh, Giles is so kind. He's like, I'm so sorry. Like, he knew also. They all knew. But he still feels bad and sad for her and. He wants to eat ice cream with Buffy. Oh, so cute. This is another cry moment. Daddy, Giles. And oh. just support. Yes. No, like, I agree. It's yes. the right thing. No, it's just so good. And he just turns into this, like, little melty tender tweed. Mm-hmm. And he literally, like, holds space. He doesn't say anything. He is engaging in a way that is like, I am listening. Yeah. It's so nice. It's so lovely. And, uh, but it all starts with Giles saying, I don't need to tell you, but you're being rash. Mm. So that's also his way of saying, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. This is all very heroic and everything, but, oh. um, what's, what's why aren't you going to prom? Yeah. Yeah. After this tender, tender moment, we get prom music. We get, <laughs> I want to praise you. So good. Oh. So, because Buffy has sent the gang to go get ready. She's like, I got it. Go do the prom. I'll meet you there later. The rest of the episode is like prom night. The rest of the episode is history. So, prom 
is not what we have in Canada. We don't call this, we don't call it prom. I don't think so. We had a dance, we called it grad. I think we called it grad too. And in, in my experience in my life, it happened on the same day as like graduation day. Like we walked across the stage at the Shaw Conference Center is where we did it. And then later we had a dance at the Shaw Conference Center. <laughs> so that's how we we did it. That's how we did it too. Uh-huh. I sang at mine. You did? Yeah. I was the MC Aww. at mine. <laughs> yeah, I sang There's, a song. Cute. Sang a song. What did you sing? I sang the song that they sing we your friends, we your friends, we your friends till the bitter end. I oh, sang yeah. the song the vultures sing oh my God, at the end of the Jungle Book <laughs> in a beautiful three-part harmony. I was on the melody line, of course, because I can't harmonize. Of but, course. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounded great. But yes, it was at the Shaw Conference Center. It was all, you're right, it was all at the Shaw Conference Center, and I think it was all the same day. Yeah. So I think prom in America is like kind of this other event dance event ours is sort of all melded into one here i I don't know why but do you think it's short for promenade like what's it what's it yeah the promenade i suppose so there must be some old thing where you would parade about yeah (laughs) that seems to be their thing yeah is get dressed up and have a picture yeah they're in the throes of prom when we cut to the scene. Mm-hmm. We get Willow and Oz. Yes. We do get Xander and Anya, and Anya is just talking his face <laughs> off, just melting his face with details of the scorned men. I know. It's amazing. He's it like, is. oh my God. God. <laughs> so good. But she has nothing else to talk about. Yeah, because that's her life. Yeah. That's her experience. <laughs> so funny. And she was a professional. Yeah. I know. I love it. I mean, we'll talk about all the fashions later, we but will. we're like so in the 90s yep. right now. Giles is there. Yeah. We even see Jonathan walk in with his date. Yeah, who's like a tall drink of water in oh, a red yeah. dress. Yeah, yes. a nice dirty blonde. Yes. Totally. We get Wesley looking mm-hmm. fine also. Yep. So everyone's everyone's there. And meanwhile, Buffy's on her little mission. It's funny, the mission kind of wraps up fairly quickly, and then we get this whole rest of the episode. It's They had to throw, like, a demon in, but it's sort of not really what the episode is about. Like, it is, but... It's just business as usual, honestly. Like, it's just, this is not a threat to the end of the world. But, sure, if those Hellbees got into the prom, probably two or three people would die. But as we hear later, it's these efforts, these small efforts every day, every week that Buffy does that keeps the mortality rate down. Like, she has to do it. Yep. So, she goes and finds this, like, incel man, is what I'm going to call him, because... He uh, is mad that a girl rejected him for the prom and decided to um, train a bunch of hellhounds to kill everyone. Yes, an overreaction (laughs) for sure. I have my reasons. (coughs) And then just cut to, will you go to the prom with me? No. No. (laughs) And then cut back to... Yeah, that's his reason. Staring at his beast. So he trained these hounds by making them watch, like, Carrie over and over and over for, like, a year. (laughs) Until they were so angry about the prom. Oh, kids today. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. They find out there's three other ones and they've escaped and they're on their way to the yeah. prom. They're on their way because they hear celebration. <laughs> like, this is also very flying monkeys. Oh, totally. To me. 
Yeah, so um, Buffy's running after them, you know, we have this whole scuffle, she's luring them away, but then they hear the prom music. They hear, we are family <laughs> celebrations, oh, that's the one. <laughs> we're gonna celebrate <laughs> and have a good time. These must be played at every grad dance. Honestly, they're also still played at every wedding. Yes, absolutely. These are the songs. Not at my wedding. No, not at your wedding. (laughs) Every other one, though. I had a list of do not play songs. This was on it. Celebration was on it. (laughs) Do not play. Come on. (laughs) YMCA was on it. No. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Young man. No. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. And Buffy says it's bad. Yeah. So then there's a whole scuffle. They almost get in. They almost kill this guy who's coming out to look for the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. But Buffy manages to kill all three. With uh, a smile on her face. Hurrah, saves the day. Yeah. Drags them away and then pulls her prom dress out of her bag so she could manage to shimmy in and... <laughs> and goes to the fucking dance. Yeah, she does it. And it's awesome. And she's not feeling super sorry for herself. Sometimes we can go, Buffy can really go into self-pity land, mm-hmm. which, you know, who wouldn't? And and I think that that slowly can erode a person into, into some serious self-loathing, which is where mm. Angel has been. Yes. Like, we watch these these characters who are superheroes, they, they experience a ton of self-loathing. Yes. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. Buffy doesn't do that. She doesn't go to that place here. Yep. She keeps her spirits up, like, through her own, like, physical... Like, you can watch her physically doing it. Like, pulling up her bootstraps. A different her dress on. Yep. She and, walks in. And she looks so good. She looks so good. Also, this is where we get... Right before this is where we get Cordelia entering. Oh, in the dress. In the dress of our dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she looks amazing. Yes. We'll get there. But mm-hmm. we have this interaction where you find out that it's Xander who yeah. finished paying Paid for the for dress. It. Oh, it's so sweet. It's so sweet. It's so good. Good Xander. Good Xander. Mm-hmm. And it feels like there's a moment of like, thank you and I forgive you. Like, yes. It, it, that's yes. like very, she looks him in the eyes and she sees him. And and he didn't tell everyone that she was working there. He didn't tell everyone her secret. So they both really, like, were being dignified and they, you know. Since the Zeppo, Xander's learned a lot mm. about what makes a person who they are. Mm. And performing yourself versus being yourself. And I feel like he realizes, like, why she's been lashing out a whole bunch. Yeah. Maybe. Or yeah. part of the reason. Yeah. So... We've got the class awards. I know. <laughs> and they're like, class clown goes to, and Xander's like, come on. <laughs> so funny. And it's some fucking other dude in a balloon hat who's like clowning about. Like, oh, <laughs> gag me. Right? Yeah, yeah. Xander's like, oh, prop comedy. Yeah. Lowest yeah. of the comedies. <laughs> Anyone could win with a prop. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. Yeah. Xander is truly the class clown. He but... is. <laughs> he is, but he's not popular enough. And his his humor is, like, underrated and dry. Oh, yeah. You know? I- incredibly clever. Yeah. Too clever. And, and then we get Jonathan. Yes. To the mic. Oh. And this part, like, 
This was like making me cry. This is where it all where this from this moment to the end of the episode, it's just a cryathon. Mm-hmm. You shed a tear like with every sentence. It's so spoken. beautiful. And we're coming to the end of like the season. We're coming to the end of high school. It's just it's all very emotional, like all these endings. Are we gonna see any of these? Are we gonna see Jonathan again? Like, I don't know. Like and so Jonathan is like, is is Buffy Summers here? <laughs> is she here? Sometimes she's not. Yeah. Sometimes she's doing something. Yeah. And she, you know, she's getting like punched and is like, what? I know. She's like, oh, this can't be good. It's, it's sort of what I feel like she's feeling when she turns around. Yeah. And then Jonathan has this like amazing speech. He's on the yearbook committee. committee. <laughs> I was on the yearbook committee. <laughs> <laughs> So I could just put pictures of me and my friends in the yearbook. Ugh. <laughs> so, yeah, Jonathan has this amazing speech about how they've noticed that Buffy's always somehow saving them, that she's always manages to save the day, that people are always safe, safer when she's around, and that's why the class of 99 has the lowest mortality rate. In the history of Sunnydale High School. <laughs> And there's quite a few people who have died this. Yep. At Sunnydale. Oh, yeah. The class of 99. But, you know, it's why they say the lowest mortality rate. Right. There's still a mortality rate. Oh, my God. And then they announce her class protector and they give her an umbrella. A really stupid umbrella, bedazzled umbrella. But it's so cute. It's so cute. Yeah, it's amazing. And as a metaphor for how she's behaved around this class, it's perfect, right? Yes. Because they know that they aren't even aware of what she's done. Totally. It's amazing. Like, you really do think that they don't care. Yeah. But it's awesome. They do. They do. And they do notice. Yeah. Love this when, when, when Jonathan is like, we all know that Sunnydale High isn't like other high schools. And then you've got... Zombies! Hyena people! <laughs> Snyder! <laughs> so funny. Who was noticeably not, not at the prom. Right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But, uh, yeah, this moment just... Uh, it just, like... It's like a dagger in the heart in the best way. And then the icing on the cake is... Giles talking to Buffy about how gracious the student body just was. Mm-hmm. And Buffy says, you know, sometimes people surprise you. Now and then people surprise you. And Giles sees Angel walking in, Ugh. looking amazing. Hot and text. And what I think to myself as I weep, and I did, I like cried so much I had like Bernie eyes. <laughs> and I could taste... I could taste my salty tears. Yes. And I'm just like, Buffy did get her perfect high school day. Yes. That's what she talks about. She's over oh. the fact that Buffy never gets her perfect high school moment. This was actually it. She got to save everybody, mm-hmm. which we know she loves doing. It is part of her. Yeah. Yeah. She got to look hot and wear this beautiful dress. She got recognized for all of her efforts. Mm-hmm. And she got to dance with, like, the hottest man in the universe. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and they both, it's lovely. They both are like, you know, this doesn't change anything, but we're, we're going to have this one last little night. Yeah. 
Isn't it amazing? It's sad. Yeah, it's amazing. It's so sad. It's the best kind of sad. Yeah. It's also, like, so mature. It's right, right, yeah. Like, they're able to, in the pain of their situation, find find the space in their hearts to still love each other at the end of it all. Mm. Who, I don't, I just don't know if I know many people who've done that, who can do that. Yeah, that, I don't know. It's very, but these two people have been through it all. They have. They've been through it all. And come out on the other side, so, yeah. And it's weird, as sad as this is, he's not evil. She's not dead. Mm-hmm. They're not being sucked into hell. Like it's a it's a it's a tragedy that's actually a very normal human thing. It's not otherworldly. Yeah, this is this happens all the time. This kind of heartache. Yeah, heartbreak. It's it's the human condition. Isn't it is. It? Yeah. Um, and, and the song, the wild song, horses. Oh yeah. Sundays. The Sundays cover this Rolling Stones song. And this is like, for me, if 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 Buffy the Vampire Slayer had to be encapsulated into a song, this is the one. Mm. We're not at the bronze. That would be the only thing that would make it even more Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But you could hear this cover of Wild Horses at the bronze, couldn't you? Oh, yeah. It's so good. Like, we're essentially, we're at prom, but it feels like we're kind of at the bronze. Yes. It's funny they didn't do it at the bronze, but I guess you couldn't. Every other dance has been at the bronze. True. Pretty much. Yeah. For some reason. For some reason. (laughs) Yeah. No, this would be in a gym. (laughs) And it's how we end the episode. Yeah. Some family required. Hit me! Well, before we go to prom, we'll talk about Anya, <laughs> what she's wearing when she asks Xander out. Oh, yeah. It's really wild. <laughs> it's it's like an entirely, like, blush peach outfit with, like, a floral, like, bust area, like, bustier thing <laughs> with, like, another shrug on. I don't know. It's so girly. It looks like it's all matching, though. Yeah, but all in, like, different blush and peach tones. Yeah. It's pretty. And she's wearing such, like, a ruby lip. Yeah. And she's she... got her hair, like, in a low ponytail kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, totally. So girly. So, like, so Anya's, like, a new character in our lives, and... 
what is she going to, what is her fashion? Like, I just find this interesting because I'm like, okay, here we are. This is sort of a kind of intro outfit. She's sort of like Cordelia Mm -hmm. in her fashion we've seen before, but this is very girly, very, Mm -hmm. yeah. Very young. Very young. Yeah, totally. Very innocent. This is, I think this is their attempt to be like, she is a demon but she's human, so she's a demon ingenue. Mm, mm-hmm. I think. Sure. The wedding dress. Okay, it's the most amazing wedding dress. It's so beautiful. It's uh, it's giving me Princess Di, yes. right? Yes. yes, yes. Of course. But it's also buffy. Yes. It's so girly. Yeah. She's it, got her nails yes. her nails done and they are pink. Yes, pink. And and so the dress is, it's like white, white. You know, a lot, there's all the shades of white when you get wedding dress, but the top is is white, white, and it's off the shoulder, yeah. long sleeve, yeah. V, so beautiful. Oh, yeah. Her, her like, collarbone. She is a dew bronze. drop. Yeah. Her, her torso, her bust, mm. clavicle emerges from the dress. Yes. And the dress is very beautiful and stunning and structured, but it also just kind of looks like a shirt. Yeah. Which is an amazing thing. I don't know how. It's so beautiful. And then huge princess crinoline. Yeah. But A-line. Yes. A-line, but like big to the floor princess dress. Veil. Yes. But no train. No. And her hair is just in a classic, like, twist. Yeah, so simple. It's basically the hair we're going to see at prom. Yes. Essentially like a half pony, sort of done up. Do you want this wedding dress? Yes. (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) I have this tan. I want this dress. Yes. You could do it. I could. Mm -hmm. I could do it. Okay, let's go to prom. Because there's other outfits in the episode, but they don't matter. Only prom Only prom matters. Only prom matters. So... Cordy, we have seen, we've been building up to this dress because in the past several episodes, we've seen her like holding it on her body, right? Like we have been waiting for her to wear this dress and it's spectacular. Yeah. I mean, she always looks amazing, but, and we've seen her in like gowns all the time, but this is just a spectacular sparkle black with like, it's like gold sparkles. Yeah, it, it looks like it's every sparkle color under the sun. It just looks to me like like sparkle. Yeah. So it's not even color. It's just sparkling. Yes. And V, um, but like kind of with like bigger like cups. Like yes. so her boobs look amazing. Yes. Uh she's sort of got like a pretty simple updo. Not a lot of other jewelry. It's just you it's have just to less dress. dress. Yeah. And it's it falls so beautifully and straight. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. She looks like when Little Mermaid comes out of the ocean. <gasps> In that finally, sparkle dress? That's what she looks like to me. Yes. I know Little Mermaid rears its ugly head again in this season. <laughs> but this is Little Mermaid. Like, Cordelia is Little Mermaid. Yeah. And this is Little Mermaid emerging from the ocean. Oh, I love it. And she she gets her wish. Wesley is like, shall I ask her to dance? Giles is like, she's 18. <laughs> And you have the emotional maturity of a blueberry scone. Go for it. Do what you want. Yeah, fuck off. Yeah. Stop bothering me. Yeah. (laughs) It's your choice. I am not making this choice for you. Yeah. Yeah. 
She's 18 years old, dude. Okay, well, yeah. whatever, man. Okay, and Oz and Willow. I know. So cute. They're like matching. I know. Okay, this is like, you know, in 10 Things I Hate About You. Yes. Uh, they also do prom, and and um, that one buddy has like the Shakespeare girlfriend. They yes. go, this just looks like that. Yes. Because it's sort of reds, like deep reds, textures. Like velvet? Yeah, velvet. Willow has this like velvet kind of like shawl thing wrap around her arms. And she's got spaghetti straps too, Mm -hmm. like thin straps. And Oz has got like the matching kind of waistcoat. Yes. So cute. And his waistcoat is like a black and white check. Oz is very, to me, he's very steampunk. Here. Oh, yeah. So is Willow, yeah. too. Especially with the twisty red. hair. Yes. She's got her twists in. It's funky. You you mentioned 10 Things I Hate About You. This is her hair. Yes. Those twisties. Twisty. Yeah. But then it's up. Everybody and like, jelly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's lots of twisty updos. Yeah. Anya's also wearing a twisty updo. Mm-hmm. And Anya's also in a world of, like, almost, like, medieval wear. I wrote Renaissance yeah. print is yeah. what I wrote. Yeah. It's 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 a beautiful print, but it's kind of, like, brocade. Yes. Um, with, like, lace. Yes. And, and thin straps. I love this dress. I yeah. love the print. I'm a print person, so I, I would, I love it. The details are many. They mm-hmm. are many on this dress. Yes. And the hair details, it feels like either what people went for, what was trendy, was like vavum dress, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then simple. Yeah, no jewelry, and people aren't wearing like necklaces. And like yeah. a little hair twist or a half up, half down, like what Buffy's doing. Yeah. Or it's like quite detailed dress, beautiful, mm. and then hair up yes. to, to, to show off the dress or something. Totally. Love it. And Buffy. Buffy. So her hair, like you say, half up, half down, but like straightened. Yes. Very straight. And a few pieces pulled out around the face to frame it mm-hmm. and a sparkle clip. Sparkle, which matches sort of the sparkle brooch, brooch on, on the dress. Glitter barrette. So the dress is strapless. Mm-hmm. It's like nude with a touch of like lavender Purple, like yeah. it's it it kind of reads nude but also lavender to me like yeah. in different lights uh, like, i like to call this violet clay <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about violet clay oh love it yeah do you see it's like muted yes very muted it's it kind of blends into her skin but it but not quite like yeah. it's it's so beautiful it's a high fashion version of a woman who just got out of bed and wrapped a sheet around her mm. to perfectly fit her silhouette and then clipped it with a clip, with a brooch in yes, the center. A, like a glittery. It's so delicate. It looks like it's just floating on her body. It does look like it's about to like fall off, yes. but in like a good way. And like the the bust is sort of like there's like a fold of fabric yeah. around there. And then the back is is like a big gathered yeah. um train kind of it's not a bow it's just a gathering tiny twist yeah Yeah. it's so beautiful it's so structured and lovely but like flowy like you say yeah Mm -hmm. it yeah it's an amazing dress yeah and then angel's tux Mm. with this dress yes it's so funny angel in a tux i'm like these are your colors you're always wearing black and white and white you always look essentially like this yeah this is why we love you 
is because you look like this Classic, all the time. Handsome. And he's so tall. Oh, he's so big. And she's so, like, delicate. Like, when they're holding hands and dancing to wild horses, it, it, it's just like he he's like, he completely envelops her. Yeah. And yet, she's a superhero who, like, we just, we see them punch each other all the time. It's just such a, it's so sexy. It, it's like, it blows my mind. <laughs> okay, can we talk about Giles, how hot he looks too, though? Oh, looks great in a tux. Ugh. And he's just sitting and enjoying himself too. I know. He just is, yeah, he's like, he's kind of, I feel like he's nostalgic. Yeah. And he's sort of like proud of them all. Yeah. And like, he's feeling all his feelings. And that's why when Wesley's like, should I do this thing? He's like, fuck off. Yeah. I'm like I am not getting involved. Yeah, I'm having my moment here, like yeah. being proud of my children. Yeah, yeah, which is how I see them. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> right. You may you not fucking creep. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. And Xander, you know, oh, in a tux. looks great. There are things I will. I will. There are things I will not tolerate. I will not tolerate. This is just the most forward we've seen Wesley be with Cordelia. It's a dance. He chose. He was like, he chose it. Yeah. <laughs> he did it. And they, they have a dance. Yep. So it's not something I would do. It's not something, but, and it's weird. Yeah, uh, it's weird. Because also I, when he did that, I was like, the hell is Wesley at this school? Is he the librarian now? No, like no, he's who, who is he? He's just like here at the school. He's just an adult who's like at the dance. Like yeah, he's just like Giles's friend. Yeah, who can just come to prom with all the children and then like dance with like the the child at the prom. I just was like, wait, uh, wait one fucking minute here. I mean, yeah, he can. <laughs> I think he's. I think he's at the dance as like Giles's date. Essentially. And then he's at the dance as Cordelia's date. Yeah. Buffy says it. All these people, all these, lots of girls have older boyfriends. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Like, it's... Mm-hmm. They, they they explicitly say she's 18. <laughs> right? <laughs> she's legal. Essentially. <laughs> which, you know, we know that things can be so ethically dubious and, and, and whatever. But this is... This relationship is still... It doesn't irk me out so much because... They're just dancing, and it's just... There's nothing yet. No. Dance, a dance is a dance. That's fine. And and it's also in the light of day with all of these people. Sure. It's not in a hidden corner. But, the... you know, it's this baby steps, baby steps, baby steps. Uh, here we yeah. go. We're going to see. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a 45-year-old man dating an 18-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. Which is... It ha- It happens all the time. It does happen but, all the time. But that doesn't mean that this one is, is right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So... In this context... So, yeah. So, that's something that happens. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like it's just worth stating because maybe there are people at home who have strong feelings about it. Mm-hmm. Which I think the show is also... I think the show knows that. Oh, and it's not making us, like, be like, this is so romantic and good no. and perfect. Like, it's a joke. The, yeah, the show knows that this is, like, kind of like a... It's like a risque, like, thing to put in the show. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. But essentially they, in public, with their friends, they dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so there's that. 
Other than that, I did jokingly call the guy who made the hellhounds an incel, but I think it, like, literally, he, like, is. He was rejected by a woman and then was radicalized to, like, kill everyone and probably <laughs> is what happened. Yeah. And it happens all the time. Yeah. So I just think that's more relevant than we think. Oh, yeah. And Anya being like, men are evil. Will yeah. you go with me? Is also more relevant than we think. Yeah, totally. Like, this is our world. Yeah. This exactly. is our world. Exactly. She also says, like, I have watched, you know, the men of this species oppress and... Uh, brutalize people mm-hmm. for millennia. Yeah. It's like... So good. Right. Okay, Marmer. Quote. Favorite line. Okay. Mine is Giles. When <laughs> they're they're in the library, they're talking about their dresses, and Giles, like, sarcastically goes, I shall be wearing pink taffeta because Chenille doesn't go with my complexion. <laughs> Can we please get back to talking about the mayor's ascension? I know. So good. So good. Sassy. Yeah. I love, great thing about being a slayer, kicking ass is comfort food. Yes. Which is what she says to Giles in the cage. Yes. Uh, with the knife. When she <laughs> is about to go kill the hellhounds. And you've said it. It's like therapy. It is. Yep. And Buffy knows it. And this is a moment where she's embracing that. Yes. I love it. So the next two episodes are our season finale. Graduation Day Part 1, Graduation Day Part 2. Oh, I can't believe we made it. We've made it. To Graduation Day. There were times in the in the, the life of the show when this was the series finale. It feels like that. So they thought that this was maybe the Possibly. end of the show. And then they got picked up by another network. It feels it feels like the end, you know. They're yeah. doing a good job of sort of wrapping it up yeah. in in a way. This yeah. was in a time of television where there was never a guarantee. Mm. This was a time of cable. Like, so, yeah. This was an intense time for this show. The stakes. The stakes are so high. Are so high. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't wait to see the mayor's ascension. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Join us next week when the mayor turns into something. What do you think he's going to turn into? Some wild, huge demon that's going to destroy all of Sunnydale. And what do you think it'll be? Like, in, in your wildest dreams. I don't know. Like, a big dragon. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Love it. I wish I could guess, but I know. So I can't. So I won't. That's my guess. <laughs> okay, get ready for Mayor Wilkins, the big dragon, <laughs> who's 100 years old. And probably we're going to learn about what happened with that box of spiders and so much. Probably so much. there has to be another confrontation with me. Definitely. Oh. All this next week. We love you. Arg, gur, gur, arg.